Hey, what's good, man? It's your boy Will. You know what I'm saying? AKA Philly, man. I'm in Jersey chilling with my man Jared. World Report Radio, man. We out here. You already know what's up, man. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to the War Report Radio series. Definitely subscribe to us on the iTunes podcast section under War Report Radio Series. Like I said, I am a gracious host, and today we have a very special themed show for you guys called the Against the Spread Podcast. It's going to be a weekly show where we bust down and make some of our NFL picks against the spread and help you guys win a little bit of money this year. So hope you guys stay tuned with us all 17 weeks and the playoffs because we got a lot in store for you guys this season. Now, I have a special guest coming up soon. He's named The Stat Guy. However... He will let you know stats are for losers, and the NFL stands for not for long. Uh, the stat guy was a part of the pilot episode we did two seasons ago. We want to give you guys a little glimpse of what the Against the Spread podcast would be all about. Now we're bringing it back full scale for the 2017-2018 season, so I'm very excited about that. The NFL season is already underway. The Thursday night football game, the Chiefs, they come out and shock the world against the Patriots. And blow them out of the house, 48 to 35, I believe. And the Chiefs, uh, they ran away with that. They were eight-point underdogs, so not only did they win the game, but they definitely, definitely covered the spread. I'm not gonna waste any more time, man. We got a lot to discuss with the stat guy coming right up. Okay, man, I'm back here with the stat guy. Stat guy, say something to the people, man. You're mic'd up right now. Good evening, Brick City and the Absolutely. So, uh, first week already is underway with Thursday Night Football. Uh, the Chiefs shocked the world. Uh, they were eight-point underdogs, but were able to get the win in Foxborough. Man, what are your thoughts on Week One already? That was an excellent win from the from the Chiefs. I thought Alex Smith building the pressure of the number one pick, Mahomes, was throwing the ball. Absolutely. And but what's going to hurt the Chiefs moving forward is the injury of Eric Kirby, their uh, all-pro. Yeah. He's uh, out for the year already. AC. Yeah, with the Achilles. So that's going to hurt them long term. But I like the Chiefs. They need that uh, home field advantage and arrowhead in the playoff. But they're a solid squad uh, uh, follow, you know, with, with Andy Reid uh, being the, the head coach there. He knows what he's doing. He can go head to head with Bushing. But, he, you know, from time to time. Yeah. I was very impressed with the Chiefs. Yeah, well, I was very impressed with the Chiefs and Andy Reid under, under his uh, realm. I feel like he's drafted very well. Kareem Hunt, third round pick. Uh, Tariq Hill kind of came out of nowhere last year, so he's adding a lot of offensive offensive weapons to a Chiefs team that isn't really looked at as as an uh, explosive offense. However, they were able to put up 42 points up on the Patriots in Foxborough. So, um, I, I also agree with the uh, your Mahomes mis- assessment. The fact that they took uh, a first round quarterback kind of put a little bit more pressure on Alex Smith to really perform. Even if he gets them to the playoffs and doesn't perform well, you never know when they might insert Mahomes. What's your thoughts on that? 
I think Smith is going to be the guy. He's not just going to roll over and give this rookie his starting job. The man's been in the league for about 13 years. He started with the 49ers. Uh, he's known as a game manager. But Alex Smith is a high-quality quarterback, in my humble opinion. Uh, but again, it's what you do in the playoffs that's what counts. So uh, he's been coming up short. Uh, I think once Mahomes gets in there and takes over, he'll find a, 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 a landing spot at the back of somewhere. He might be in the league another five or six years, Alex Smith. So, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, as long as he's playing well, he's going to retain his starting job. That's a fact. Yeah, he's not going to go easy. You know what I mean? So, before we really start going into the pick, I just want to give a, you know, highlight all these folks that are in this hurricane from a path of destruction. So, you know, it sounds cliche, but, you know, our thoughts are these folks that are getting ready to bunker down and handle here on this Absolutely, absolutely. I, I definitely will uh, join you in that statement. Uh, the state of Florida right now is a, is in a mass evacuation. Uh, so just prayers go out to everybody in the Caribbean, everyone affected by Irma, and we're we're due for a very emotional night in Houston, Texas, actually, uh, after the Hurricane Harvey efforts at uh, NRG Stadium in Houston for the Texans matchup this week. So. A lot of a lot has been going on. There's also been a, like a huge um, one of the biggest earthquakes ever in Mexico. So a lot going on in the world. Um, North Korea tension. We could talk about all that stuff. Absolutely. And with that said, let's get this Sunday, week one, September tenth. The 1 o'clock games. Oh, and uh, also, the Dolphins-Buccaneers game has been canceled on that note. But the 1 o'clock games, let's start with the Bills. Uh, the Jets at Bills, rather. So, the Jets, they're tanking this year. They got rid of a lot of their talented players, a lot of their recent draft picks. Uh, and they're going against a Bills team who is uh, not equally as bad, but uh, they, they've lost a lot as well as far as the talent uh, is concerned, and they switched GMs. And, uh, okay, so the spread on this game is uh, Bills minus 8.5. Uh, the Dunkel spread, and shout out to the DunkelIndex.com. You guys listening out there can go check out Dunkel Index. Uh, they provide a service where they uh, pick every game. So what we're going to do here on the Against the Spread podcast is go toe-to-toe with the Dunco Index and see if we can outpick okay. them. And we, I've already uh, successfully outpicked them uh, over the, over two seasons now. But uh, I, I love doing it and just to challenge myself and also for the stat guy as well. Yes, I think this year I definitely – I usually don't take a total of wins and losses. But this year, you know, I did have the Chiefs with the eight so I want to know, and like I said, this particular game here, Jets, Buffalo, they're in Buffalo, which is always a huge advantage when you're putting some uh, money on the table with the home team. These are two interdivisional uh, com- uh, contestants here. The Jets are in a total rebuild. The Bills don't know what the heck they're doing also, but I think they have a little bit more talent. But give me the eight and a half with the Jets. Okay. Uh, I think just because from a different... Uh, interdivision. They know each other very well. Um, they, the, the, the Jets drafted this Jamal Adams, number one, with the sixth overall pick. I know everybody wanted uh, 
the quarterback uh, from Clemson, Deshaun uh, Watson. Watson. But I think he's going to be solid, uh, Adams, uh, as the safety coming out of LSU. So uh, they're trying to rebuild their defense, the Jets, which Todd Bowles is, uh, that's his niche in the NFL is a defensive back. Um, shout out to Todd Bowles from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, but he um, should go back and forth. You got Tyrone Taylor, he's got the concussion syndrome. You got Shady McCoy. For the Bills, they got a little bit of firepower. They traded Sammy Watkins. This is a toss-up, but give me the eight and a half, please. Okay, okay. On the road, I'm going with Jets. Okay, okay, that's a very interesting <laughs> pick. Uh, the uh, the Jets QB situation right now is a little bit too up in the air for me for me to trust them against the spread on the road in a, in a cold environment, uh, even though it is only September. So it's not going to be like freezing in, in the snow or anything in Buffalo just yet. Um, I took the Bills money line. If you're able to take Bills money line out there, folks, and not uh, yeah. bet on the spread on this game, I'll take the Bills money yeah. line just because I think they're going to win. Uh, it's no guarantee that they're, they're going to cover eight and a half, though. I don't think they have the the the, 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 fire, the firepower just yet to just overpower another NFL team. We're still talking about professional athletes at the end of the day. Yeah, Matt Forte, if he can get started. Uh, with a rebuilt offensive line from the Jets. You know, there's no more Nick uh, Mango, which is the bad day in Jets history. Uh, I think it should be just a closer game. Uh, the Bills are not going to blow out anybody with, with their uh, offense, you know. So, okay. Uh, Take the Jets. On the road, individual, individual uh, uh, competitors, I'm going to lean with the Jets. So we, we're going to disagree on our first picks, which is great. This is what makes it happen. Okay, okay. Another interesting mashup. Uh, at one o'clock, uh, week week one, September tenth is going to be the uh, Redskins Eagles. Another divisional matchup. Uh, it's going to be go. Eagles Eagles at Redskins. The spread on this is is the Redskins favored by two and a half points. So uh, and then Dunkel he's, he's got the Eagles by one, so he's going to take the Eagles with the points. I'm taking the Eagles with the points as well. Uh, I feel like even though the Redskins have just as much uh, firepower on offense, they got Terrell Pryor now. Uh, coming in uh, in that Kirk Cousins offense under uh, uh, I forget his name Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. How can I forget? How can I forget the Grudens? Yeah, yeah, Jay Gruden. I'm not, I'm not, actually, I'm gonna be part of the Washington professional football team. I'm not even gonna call him that name because okay, know, sometimes you gotta stand for something or you're gonna fall for anything. So okay, this is a This is a very interesting game again when you have the. These guys know each other backwards and forwards. I'm going to leave with the Redskins because Kirk Cousins, who would have ever thought that he would up and outseeded uh, RG3? Absolutely. And, and, and developed into the quarterback that he is. I never was a big fan of his coming out of Michigan State, but he's a solid quarterback. And when you're making these picks, I have a tendency to lean with whoever the better quarterback is or if you're a home field advantage. And Wentz, you know, he's starting his second year. You know, he's got the hype machine behind him. Uh, I know they picked up a uh, big Ken Britt. Uh, excuse me, that was Alshon Tory Smith. Tory Smith and our Alshon uh, Jeffrey. Right. So uh, I, I, I feel like there has been uh, with Cousins. Uh, I know uh, Vernon, uh, Jordan Reed is a solid tight end. They, they, they're going to... You know, the They're going to shock a lot of people this year. 
Or they could at least they could at least win ten games to nine and seven this year. I feel like the Redskins ten and six is definitely attainable for the Redskins. They could be a playoff team. Look out. That's going to be difficult in the tough NFC East, but anything's possible. Everybody's zero and zero. There's always going to be three or four teams that are going to uh, rise up, and it's going to be like Carolina last year. After going 15 and one, they were in the toilet bowl uh, last year. So um, every year, everyone starts off. The Redskins winning 10 games. I think that will be a victory for these guys. Uh, I'm leaning with the Redskins, and, and, and I'm going to give up a couple points of going against what I was saying that they, you know, they are at home. Uh, I'm going to go with the Redskins. Uh, okay. Giving, uh, yeah. The point. It, it's it's really it's really uh, a toss up with that matchup. That's probably one of the, the the games I circled this week. Is like I'm not really sure who's the better team here. Carson Wentz has definitely has the hype coming out of preseason uh, in year two, but Kirk Cousins threw for five thousand yards last year. So the red, yeah, the Redskins are no joke. Like they can air it out. Uh, they did lose Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garcon, but I'm I'm very interested to see what Terrell Pryor looks like with a competent quarterback that who was who's thrown for five thousand yards. I feel like Terrell Pryor definitely can be a number one in this league. So we'll see what happens, man. Uh, I may just I just give me a second. I may change my pick to the Redskins, but for now I'm gonna leave it to the Eagles. All right, next game is gonna be. Go ahead. One comment, uh, uh, Jerry, uh, from the stack guy. I love that uh, pickup of uh, Josh Norman uh, for the Redskins just to kind of solidify their secondary. Okay. Carolina has got to be shooting himself in the foot to let this guy go. He's a competitor. He's not uh, Deion Sanders, but who is. But this guy's a high-quality cornerback, and this makes other parts of your defense that might have some holes in it um, a little bit more... Uh, a little bit better. Okay, absolutely. I'm interested to see what Josh Norman brings to the table uh, in his second year with the Redskins. Definitely. Yeah. Next, next no, game. He's he's yeah, yeah, he's a baller. Next, next, next game is going to be the Raiders on the road. Uh, East Coast, East Coast game. East Coast game. One o'clock game at Tennessee at the Tennessee Titans. So the Raiders are going all from the West Coast. Early game for them, no doubt about it. It's going to, but. <laughs> Uh, and, and this is a very interesting matchup. Derek Carr seems to be the superior Q- QB here out of the Carr-Mariota debate. Uh, I'm not sure oh, if the oh, Raiders... Okay, go ahead. Mariota, he's dropping those dimes. No, no Mariota is, is no slouch. He is no... I think Mariota is coming on. Be careful. I'm not saying he's uh, in the top five, but... Yeah. Carr... Uh, prior to him breaking his hand uh, last year, was lighting it up, but. Uh uh, Mariota is no slouch. Yeah, absolutely. So the spread on this game is going to be Tennessee Titans uh, minus two points. So they're the favorite. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Raiders by four. He's he's, he's going with the Raiders. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders on the road. I don't really have a good reason. Uh, they 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 have a lot of hype on paper, of course, but they do have some concerns with their secondary. I know the addition of Marshawn Lynch, of course, gives them a lot of uh, fan favoritism. Uh, but Something about the Raiders this year I like, and they're a gritty team, and they can win, they can win road games. So I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Raiders uh, plus two points. Go with the with the black and silver. Uh, again, it's the first game of the year. It's not like they're cross country uh, back and forth. Um, they got basically 
and he might be possibly an MVP candidate uh, with Mac at, at the linebacking spot. Absolutely. Um, this guy is a, a, a beast in in Hall of Fame territory as of now. Um, Tennessee, they don't have a lot of weapons. Uh, I like to pick up Corey Davis as the number five overall pick. Okay. He's a big wide receiver, uh, 6'3", 210. But these rookies coming in, really, it's not like the NBA where these guys can come in and really start breaking heads. It takes a while. Uh, the NFL is experienced, grown-ass men uh, playing. And I don't think he's going to step in and light the world on fire. But I'm looking for Tennessee to be solid. Uh, but uh, the Oakland Raiders has some firepower this year. Okay, okay. Next game is going to be the Jaguars at Texans, another divisional matchup in week one. The spread is going to be the Texans minus four and a half. Uh, the Dunko Index has got the Texans by seven. They're seven points better uh, than the Jags, and he's going to take the Texans. I'm also going to take the Texans, but money line. I'm not sure if they're going to cover the spread just yet on the Jags. Uh, the Jags, you know, they got a QB sit, uh, battle still going on. Blake Bortles doesn't look like he's the guy. The Texans, you know what I mean? They're going to be going oh over emotional, God. emotional one o'clock game. Uh, it's going to be a whole bunch of Harvey uh, 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 ceremony type things before the game and at halftime, and they're going to be honoring a whole bunch of National Guard people and uh, first responders. So it's going to be a very, very high energy game for the Texans. They're getting JJ Watt back. They got. Clowney on the other side. I think that Texas yeah, defense is a and merciless. Yeah, exactly. I think that Texas defense is going to be able to shut the Jags down. You just say one word when you mention the Houston Texans, and it's going to be defense. I think uh, with the uh, personnel that you just named, you got Tom Savage coming out of Pitt. Pitt Panthers. Tom Savage is real. But not really. <laughs> this guy, he is, he better watch his back for Watson. He better go out there and put on an Alex Smith performance because he's got Watson, Deshaun Watson, breathing down his back and let him throw a couple of picks, uh, like a match job from uh, years past. They're going to be calling for Watson. Yeah, he week one, early, Watson like at halftime. I can definitely see Watson entering in this game. game. Watson jersey already in the stands down in Houston. I'm going to turn that game on after all the ceremonies. I'm just interested, really, just in the football being And I know they're going to do the hard, the emotional. Uh, but once they get on the field, uh, similar to what uh, Mayweather uh, said when he was fighting uh, two weeks back, he said, hey, you don't have to worry about the crowd and the people cheering. It's just one-on-one. I'm looking for a good, high-quality Houston versus Jacksonville. Uh, Tom Conklin is down there. Uh, former head of the uh, Jets as far as the coach. He's a Giants. I would say he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you know, the, the, Giants. The two championships with the Giants. Um, he's trying to bring a little bit more hard-nosed uh, sensibility down there. Uh, but they're still off. They got Doug Marone down there, head coaching. He's saying he's going to uh, run 120 times. This is a pass-friendly league now. You, you can maybe possibly get away with that. Uh, but uh, Jacksonville doesn't have any kind of defense to, to run the ball totally. So I'm, I'm definitely going with Houston with the emotional push. Brad Holmes, Tom Savage can't mess it up that bad. Give me Houston, and I'll give, I'll give the point. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, also, for this game, this is the uh, NFL debut of Leonard Fournette. 
So depending on yeah. how you view that, if, if, if how much of a difference he's going to make for the Jags, uh, you may you may go with Jacksonville in this game at least with the points. But I definitely see Texans uh, coming one and zero out of Week One. Uh, the next game, of yeah, absolutely. The next game is going to be. This is a tough matchup right here. Uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see who you pick. It's going to be Cardinals at Lions. So the card, uh, the Lions rather are the favorites. They're uh, taking in a two and a half point spread favorite over the Lions. Is minus Lions minus two and a half. Uh, and uh, Dunkel has uh, the Cardinals that are actually better by two and a half. So he's going Cardinals with the points. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals week one, but I'm thinking about changing my pick to the Lions. Matthew Stafford just off that new deal. He can really throw the ball. He he he, he, he they can win at home against the Cardinals week one. I'm I'm not sure what I'm doing with this pick, but for right now on the on the Excel spreadsheet, I got the Cardinals uh plus two and a half. What's your take? Yeah, the Lions, I think they finished up like 9-7, and seven, you know, 7-9 and nine the year before that. Uh, it all comes down to uh, Stafford. He's got an arm talent with anyone. Uh, the guy can throw uh, any ball. Uh, he's dropping it into buckets, you know, 50 yards down the field. Uh, granted that there's no, uh, you know, Golden Tate is not in the world beater, but he's solid. Um, I'm leaning with Detroit. At home, uh, Arizona, you know, you got the stiff uh, that they call uh, Carson Palmer back there. He's a human statue back there. Uh, yeah. I think they can put a little pressure on this guy, get him off his spot. Uh, I know they got some horses with uh, Johnson in, in the running back. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I would say arguably the third greatest wide receiver in the history of the game. Uh, but he's, he's getting long in the two. Sooner or later, you know, he's going to pull up lane. Uh, I'm going to take Detroit at home. They're a fun team to watch. You don't know what you're going to get. Uh, they can put up 30 or they can stink the joint out. So, but this, that's a pick em. I would stay away if I was a gambler. But I'm going to go with, with, with the Detroit. The Detroit Lions! <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for me, it, it's interesting. You know, the Cardinals, they, they do have one of the top three or four running backs in the game in Johnson, and he, he brings a lot to the table as far as a weapon on offense. Uh, the Cardinals, they get a healthy Tyron Matthew back uh, to sure up the secondary as a safety, so I really like him being back healthy uh, in week one. He may, He's a difference maker, in my opinion, for that Cardinals team. Uh, and the line, uh, yeah, for me, it, it's, it's really a toss-up. The Lions, I could definitely see the Lions winning this game. But I can also see the Cardinals taking this game as well in Week One. Uh, yeah, Lions are not stopping anybody defensively. They don't got not. I can't name you one guy off. These guys are terrible. I know they drafted uh, some guy out of Florida, number one. They're trying to rebuild that defense, but that's their story every year. They got to win on the arm of Stafford, and we'll see what happens. Okay, next matchup, still one o'clock games right now. It's going to be the Falcons at the Bears. Uh, the spread, surprisingly, is only Falcons minus seven on the road. So they're a seven-point favorite uh, coming into Chicago on the road. Uh, Mike Lennon is still technically the starting quarterback for Chicago. Um, Dunkel, he says uh, the Falcons are better by 20.5 points. He's taking the Falcons minus seven. I joined him with that pick. Falcons, uh, I'm taking them minus a seven-point spread. I'm, they're better than the Bears by at least uh, d- two touchdowns. Yeah, lock that one up. The Bears, uh, they're trying with John Fox as the head coach. 
He's been to Carolina, went to the Super Bowl. Uh, they got uh, an ex-49er, Vic D'Angelo, as the defensive coordinator. But their record has been horrible. I think maybe 3-13 and 13 last year. They probably had that number third pick overall. They moved up to get number two with, with Trubisky. Um, Trubisky did look good know. in the preseason, though. He looked good in preseason, but Chicago Bears have better hope the Cubs get hot and keep the heat of these boys from a baseball standpoint because they are terrible. Okay, straight out. Uh, they, they got a bit of net for pay, um, which is the business part of the aspect, but I really don't see them um, making uh, too making much noise. noise. Offensively, they're playing the Falcons historic numbers last year. You got Matt Ryan. You know, Julio Jones, these yeah. are household names. Yeah. They should have got the ring that shipped last year without the collapse. I think they're going to have something to prove. Uh, this is a, this is a teed up, but we're going to listen to some home run derby right here. Yeah. Falcons all day. I definitely got the Falcons all day on this one. This is probably one of the easier picks in week one. Uh, next matchup, still 1 o'clock game. Ravens at Bengals, another division matchup. Uh, the yeah. spread is going to be Bengals minus 2.5 points. Dunkel's got him by Bengals by ten. Uh, he's he's going to he's going to go with the Bengals. Um, I'm also going to take the Bengals. There's too much uncertainty right now in Baltimore. I'm not sure what they got going on, but the, I I, the, I'm, at least I'm gonna just go with the home team on this one. I think the Bengals week one at home are better than the Ravens by at least a field goal. So I'm taking the Bengals with the points. I. Always underestimate the uh, Cincinnati Bengals with Marvin Lewis. I think he must have some type of uh, some photographs, maybe of the owner's wife or the owner himself. Yeah, he's never he's never getting fired. Tenure in Cincinnati, he is Teflon Marvin Lewis, and but he does consistently have his team ready to play. They were ravaged with injuries last year. That's a super tough uh, division with the Steelers along with the Ravens, uh, but Cincinnati comes to play. And um, you're going to have Andy Dalton back there. I love the pickup of Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. M. Uh, as far as, I think he's going to be all-world talent. He's got himself into a little bit of trouble in college, but I think he's going to be a surprising rookie to, to open up their offense. Um, you know, you got A.J. Green. These guys are... Super duper plays. They they love to play physical. And you know, but even though Pittsburgh and Baltimore are known as more physical than Cincinnati, but Cincinnati knows how to play some football. I'm so gonna give. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. Marvin Lewis, shout out for for, for staying around the longest. Yeah, yeah. I'm also excited to see what uh the first round pick John Ross. The fastest 40, uh, 40 time guy can do on the opposite side of AJ Green because he, he's an wow. over the top weapon now. And say what you want to yeah. say about Andy Dalton, but he can hit a guy that's wide open, that's beating you. You know what I mean? That's five yards out in front of the cornerback. You know what I mean? He can hit him uh, if he's open. So uh, I'm excited to see what the Bengals have this year. The Ravens, on the other hand, I'm not sure what's going on in Baltimore. Uh, Joe Flacco is still there, he's, he's a Super Bowl winner. Uh, but they haven't done a great job of retooling everything as far as offense and defense. The defense has kind of shored up the secondary. Uh, I'm not sure about their pass rush or if they can stop the run with uh, Joe Mixon now. Uh, I, I'm taking the Bengals. All right, next match. Okay, real, go ahead. The karma surrounding uh, the Ravens is a little 
at least in my opinion, has been negative uh, with the Ray Lewis being like Ray Lewis has been uh, uh, basically on the news more so than the actual team Ravens the has. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's a problem. It's a bad kind of a karma for me. I don't think their mind is where it needs to be for, in the NFL. Everybody's got to be on the same page, you know. But Harbaugh. Uh, J- John Harbaugh is an excellent coach, and I believe in the NFL it, that coach, it comes down with coaching because you have a lot of movable players now in the NFL. I love football. It's been it's difficult for me to keep up on who's on first and what, where the players are now. All these players are movable players, so it comes down to the coaching and Harbaugh being there, uh, Ozzie Newsom up in the front office. These guys know what they're doing, and that definitely uh, creates a great uh, organization. So, to their benefit, um, but Ray Lewis is not walking through that door as you know, Terrell Suggs. This guy has got to be 100 years old. Uh, sooner or later, they, they're going to be busted. I think they might be, uh, I, I, I think the Ravens are going to be in trouble this year, but we'll stick with both. I'm yep. going with Cincinnati. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next game is going to be the Steelers. Uh, at the Browns, the Browns, they're not going to be with their number one overall pick, Miles Garrett. He's out with a high ankle sprain. Okay, he's out. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, and the Steelers, they get back Le'Veon Bell, of course, who just uh, signed his franchise tender. So the spread on this game is Steelers minus eight and a half, uh, minus eight rather, on the road. Uh, I know the Browns are improving, but the Dunkel Index has the Steelers by 12, and he's going to take the eight points with the Steelers. I'm going to go with Steelers money line on this one. I think that even if they don't uh, cover their spread, the Steelers are definitely coming out with this victory. Yeah, this is a keep it moving game for me. The Browns are like one in seventeen their last eighteen opening seasons. I can't put any faith into the Browns. I'll give me the Steelers all day. I'll even lay the point. Uh, it's not like Pittsburgh has been traveling across country to Seattle or some distant uh, uh, location. They're familiar with the Browns. These are interdivisional rivals. Uh, In this, give me the Steelers. I'll lay the points. I would even go up to like nine and a half uh, points against uh, Cleveland. I, I, I'm glad that uh, Jackson is trying to piece things together. Um, I personally would have went with Osweiler, you know, but they eventually cut him. He landed in Denver uh, over the rookie coming out of North uh, Notre Dame. Uh, good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, uh, it'll be shocking if we're we're back here on the Against the Spread podcast in week two, and and discussing how the Browns uh, took apart the Steelers. But I don't really see that happening. Uh, <laughs> I can't see it happen. But shout out to Jabril Peppers. Yeah, shout out to Jabril Peppers. Though know, from North New Jersey, he's playing with the Browns. I don't have too much to say about these guys until they trade. They basically cut uh, Joe Hayden. Who is like a stud uh, cornerback? Yeah. He landed in Pittsburgh. He's coming in to try to knock somebody out. So he might get fined by uh, Roger Goodell. <laughs> he's, not to, he, he's not known for that, but he's, he's going to he's looking to take some payback. Okay. Okay. Joe Hayden and the Steelers all day. Lay the points. Okay. All right. Now we're up to the four o'clock games. Finally, the first four o'clock Never game win. is going to be the Colts at Rams. It's pretty much a a toss up game in my opinion. Uh, the Colts are going to be without Andrew Luck for week one. They just traded in Jacoby Brissett uh, to be their starter for week one. And the Rams, uh, so there was so much uh, different uh, opinions on the Rams last year. They, of course, they weren't very good. 
Jared Goff. He showed some flashes in some games. Other games, he, he looked terrible. Uh, and they're going to be around Aaron Donald, their uh, defensive tackle, their star. Uh, but the spread on this game is going to be Colts minus three going into L.A. Uh, the, the Colts are the favorite. Dunkel spread has the Colts by 14 and a half. And he's going to take the Colts minus three. I don't really see it that way. Uh, I, I see uh, the Rams winning this game in Los Angeles. I'm going to take the Rams with the points plus three. Uh, I'm not sure why, though. I'm with you on that pick, uh, Jared. Uh, the Rams have uh, Todd Gurley. Uh, hopefully they can run the ball. Um, the Colts are a mess. You know, they have the mad tweeter, Jim Mercy, out there. You yeah. know, he just he fired uh, Ryan Gripsom, I think his name was, a couple years ago, who did not do anything around Andrew Luck. He has a high-profile quarterback and didn't build a team around him. So they wasted five, six years of Andrew Luck's uh, career. They got a new guy in there, uh, Chris Ballard, but he's not been there long enough to make any damage. The cupboard is bare with the Colts, minus Andrew Luck. I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, the loss of Aaron Donald is major, but they did bring in uh, Wade Phillips, who won a, uh, as a defensive coordinator with the Denver Broncos won a championship. This yeah. guy can coach. He's he can't a, he's be a, a head coach, but as a defense coach, this guy is fantastic. So I think they'll be able to squeak out a win at home. And with this one, with a, a Andrew Luckless coach, they, they might go over 16 if they can't win this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> not. I'm not. That's that's a fair assessment, man. Seriously. Uh. Yeah. Next. The next. You know, the Colts are, are, are barren, like I said. Uh. But with after Andrew Luck, they're possibly in that in their division. They possibly could go eight and eight, nine and seven, and get into the playoffs. Okay. But that's not happening now. Okay. Okay. The four twenty-five games is two of them. Uh, the first one is going to be the Seahawks at Packers, one of the games of the week, I'm assuming. Uh, Seahawks at Packers, week one, uh, at Lambeau. The Packers are uh, minus three, so they're a three-point favorite at home. Dunkel Spread has the Packers by five. He's going with the Packers. I'm also going to join that assessment. Uh, Packers minus three uh, to start off week one. I think that this is a tough place for the Seahawks to start out. And get a win, even though the Seahawks definitely this is a winnable game. They they, they should expect to win this as well. Yeah. yeah, this is a real tough game from a gambling standpoint. Either potentially uh, the NFC title game uh, participants. Uh, Seattle, their defense travels well. They're not even though they're incredible at home. Lambo's not going to be the cruising thunder right now. Uh, Green Bay has added, you know, some. Compliments to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Bennett is a great tight end coming. I, I, let me take that back. I, don't, I wouldn't say great. When he plays, he's a weapon. Right. He's a weapon. He, he, and with Aaron Rodgers, that's he's a weapon. So with Rodgers, he's going to. He went from Tom Brady. Now he's going to Aaron Rodgers. This guy picked a great team to, to sign up with. Uh, but I want to take Seattle surprisingly. I don't know why. Uh, from just a, a point standpoint, Seattle can keep it close. Uh, you got Jordy Nelson. You have a lot of firepower on Green Bay. So this is that's something I would try to stay with. But if you put, uh, uh, you know, if I had to make a pick, I would go with Seattle with the points. Actually, you know, uh, 
you may have just swayed me there because I don't think the Packers really have anybody on defense that can stop the uh, the scoring or sort of uh, a Russell Wilson uh, led offense for the Seahawks. But the Seahawks actually have a comparable defense that could put that could stop Aaron Rodgers or at least get stops when they need them. You know what I mean? Or in the goal line stops, whatever the case may be. You got Eddie Lacy there. That's a revenge game from him. He's not a well-known running back, but he was with Green Bay the last since the beginning of his career. He's a guy that has a weight clause that he, he has to weigh a certain weight because he gets he, he, he's stopping in at Checkers. Yeah, uh, he's stopping in at McDonald's. He's eating his way out of the league, but uh, he's now with the Seattle uh, Seahawks. I think he put some numbers up behind Russell Wilson. This guy Wilson. Um, I know he married Sierra. Uh, they had a new baby. Uh, uh, but he showed up at the Mayweather McGregor fight with a do wag. So I think he's trying to change his image. I, he, before he was the uh, golden boy coming in <laughs> uh, from Wisconsin. Now all of a sudden he's trying to be a hood, hood rat. So we'll see what happens with the, where his head is. Hopefully he's not been hanging out with Sierra. You know, that's his wife. But, you know, he definitely has been changed. He has changed his persona over the last eight months or so okay okay that's fair enough <laughs> that's pretty funny the next yeah the next yeah, the next, yeah. the next 425 game is going to be the panthers traveling to uh where's this uh i went to this uh damn stadium no nah, it's not in san francisco i think it's in like san jose or something like that i forget where it was yeah. damn but i actually been to levi stadium like outside of it like in near the parking lot or whatever um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, did that maybe like a year and a half ago. Uh, shout out to Ryan Davis. That was when I was with uh, with him out there. His first time in California. He decided to stay and live in Los Angeles. So shout out to Ryan Davis out there. But uh, anyway, yeah, the Panthers, 425 game. They're traveling to uh, San Francisco to play the 49ers. The spread is going to be Panthers minus five and a half. The Dunkel spread has the Panthers by, by eight. Uh, he's going to take the Patriot, uh, the Panthers rather, and uh, I'm also going to join him in that, and I'm going to take the Panthers, but money line. I don't think they can cover the spread. Something about the Panthers doesn't sit uh, right with me, uh, but they should be able to, to take this game on the road against the 49ers. What's your, what's your take? Well, I was with full disclosure, I'm a San Francisco 49ers fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking the 49ers. We're 0-0. We got a new uh, head coach. Uh, formerly of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he's part of the Shanahan family. Uh, he's got a, a great pedigree. I really respect him as a uh, moving forward as a head coach. I think you're playing at home. Carolina is going to come out. They, they're going to be serious. They're not joking around on defense. They got Coakley. They got Davis. They got they did their linebackers are, are, are excellent for, for Carolina. Cam. He's going to try to return back to his MVP form. But we'll see what happens. I, I'm going to not talk as much on this one because I am a 49er fan. I'm taking the Niners and giving the points. Okay, and okay. Taking, excuse me, taking the points. Yeah, taking the your points. Your home team, you're getting points. You're taking the points if you're a home team. Okay. But they, 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 they don't, they're not loaded offensively. You never know. A, a special team score here, pick six. You never know what can happen on NFL gridiron field. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Carlos Hyde coming out of Ohio State. We'll see what he can do, but he's getting hit. I mean, every play behind a poor offensive line. Um, 
you know. But I, I do think overall the franchise is moving in the right direction, coming off a two and freaking fourteen year last year. That's been that was horrible. Um, I wish we could have picked up Kirk Cousins as far as a uh, trade starting quarterback. But we'll wait for one more year to see if uh, Washington doesn't refranchise him for a record third time. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with the home team and take the points. Okay. All right, we're finally reached Sunday night football game. It's going to be the New York football Giants. It's going to be the New York football Giants against the Dallas Cowboys. The spread on this game is the Cowboys uh, minus three and a half. Uh, Dunkel spread has the Cowboys better than the Giants by 11 points. I don't really see it that much. Uh, so he's going to take the Cowboys minus three and a half. I'm taking the Giants. Plus three and a half. Uh, I'm not sure what it, what it is about the Giants, but uh, I kind of discussed this yesterday with the whole Eli versus Dak debate. Sure, you could say Dak Dak is a great play. He, well, he had a great season last year, and he and he is a very very talented player, fun to watch, and he take care of, he takes care of the football. Uh, he gets he finds the open man. Of course, you get Ezekiel Elliott coming off a of suspension. He's going to play the entire 16 games in uh, because uh, the Jerry World, I guess Jerry. Jerry, uh, Jerry, uh, he, he's pretty much Jerry Jones. He's pretty much the the commissioner of the league. Uh, so uh, Ezekiel, yeah, Ezekiel is going to play the entire sixteen games. Uh, but something about the Giants, you know what I mean? I'd rather have Eli uh, in high pressure stakes situation games than Dak Prescott. Bottom line. Somehow, so yeah, somehow, some way, the league, the NFL has made this. Basically, almost a Thanksgiving game with the Cowboys and the Giants. I wish they would stop putting this high-quality matchup. I know they're doing it for the ratings and yeah. the money. But this game in Week 8 or 10 or later in the season would be a more high leverage. Because they love to kick off the season with this game. That is, it's always in Dallas, too. These guys have to put their chin straps on for Game 1 because this is an interdivisional matchup. The Cowboys went thirteen and three last year, but the year before that, they they, they were they sucked. Okay, so let's not make the Cowboys into some uh, King Kong, Godzilla, and Mothra uh, combined into one. The Giants have the Cowboys number for this week opening game, uh, so I'm going to go with the Giants. Give me the points. Give me the and then that's not East Coast bias. The Giants have been beating Dallas even when they opened up the stadium for the first and original time. That was an embarrassment. Absolutely, absolutely. Something about the Giants, you know what I mean? They have the defense that can that can, they have Pierre on one side, Pierre Paul on one side. They got Vernon on the other side. That's an amazing pass rush, even against the uh, Dallas offensive line. The Giants are one of the few teams with their front four can actually make a difference against the Dallas offensive line. So that that's a negative for Dallas. Uh, uh, yes. Just starting off, because not a lot of teams. Usually, when Dallas goes into different different arenas or, or they play different teams, they always have the advantage as far as the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure if they have that against the Giants. And of course, you got Odell Beckham. If he if he's shooting it up uh, tomorrow, I know he's questionable. But if, if Odell's playing, he's the most exciting player in the league. Of course, Eli Manning, two time Super Bowl winner. Man, I'm telling you, Eli Manning when he when when uh, he's on when he's on, he he's definitely one of the more underrated QBs in the league. Uh, I just watched his top 10 highlights from just two years ago. You know what I mean? He's making some really dark passes across the field. He, he can make, basically what I'm saying is, he can make plays that Dak Prescott can't make with his arm. And, 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 and people need to realize that when they're talking about the Giants-Cowboys matchup. 
He had the Eli early in the year before his arm gets tired. I think last year they were saying that uh, Eli's arm was dead and he wasn't making any plays. The Giants, I think, only scored about 16 points per game. But going back to your point with the uh, Giants defense, Ezekiel Elliott, in his two games, I think game number one, he had like 51 yards with Granite. That was his first game yeah. ever played as, as, a, as a rookie. But then the, the Giants defense shut him down for nine for 21 yards in game 13 last year. So basically this guy has had 72 yards in two games versus the Giants defense. The Giants defense gave up 25 touchdowns last year. You know, you got Landry Collins back there. Uh, from Michigan, he's a beast. He's not. He, he might be on some. He he. Some illegal, now he went from. He went. He, uh, he might be on some illegal uh, things that are keeping him, but he's playing outstanding. Landon Collins is out of Alabama. He came out of Bama. Oh, Alabama. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, yeah it's all good. Yet, uh, the guy's a player. The line is. Uh, the Giants have definitely got. They're back stacked. To the old school Giants defense. They are so, stacked. Uh, <laughs> the Giants are definitely stacked on on defense. There's no doubt about it. And we didn't even discuss Brandon Marshall on the opposite side of Odell. So I think the Giants, they have a lot to offer week one against the Cowboys. I'm taking the Giants, man. I'm glad that you're also taking the Giants. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm a super-duper Giants fan, but give me the Giants versus Dallas week one all the time. Okay. Let's uh, move ahead to the two Monday night football games. we got two games left. It's going. To, first game is going to be the Saints. Going all the way to Minnesota. It's going to be a redemption game for Adrian Peterson. The spread on this game is the Vikings minus three and a half. The Dunkel spread has him by seven and a half for the Vikings. And he's going to go with the Vikings uh, with the points. I'm taking the Saints on the road plus three and a half. Uh, What's your, what's your, how do you view this game? I like watching the Saints with their uh, no defense. Brees throwing the ball around to a bunch of no names, but I do like the revenge Adrian Peterson. This guy, give this guy uh, 20 to 25 carries, uh, keep the Saints defense off, and I'm going to go with uh, New Orleans. Okay. Uh, they can put 40 up on you. Uh, they might give up 40, but I think Peterson is going to balance them out to a degree if he can stay healthy. Um, they gotta win this one because they, uh, the, the Saints play the Patriots next week, or week two, I should say. Mm-hmm. And with them losing uh, against Kansas City, you, you can write that in. So if they don't win this, they might be in a hole, hole two very easily. So oh. these games in the early part of the year are just as important as games week fifteen and sixteen. Give um, me Drew Brees um, over Sam Bradford. They're gonna try to keep him standing up all year. Teddy Bridgewater is still out with his. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the Saints, uh, even though they're, they're an incomplete football team all around, they are making some improvements. I really like the uh, Marshawn Lattimore first-round pick cornerback. who uh, He's got the opportunity to be a shutdown guy at the NFL level, one of the uh, first cornerbacks taken off the board, I think. So coming out of Ohio State, so he was like one of the first corners taken off the, the draft, and they really need help in the secondary, so... That, that's going to help them a little bit. And then, of course, you got Drew Brees uh, throwing the football. 
I think this isn't a good matchup for the Vikings overall, even though they do have Dalvin Cook, who is a rookie who I'm excited to see. Uh, the, ne- the next game is going to be... Or the Wait, le- will you stop that? I, do you think that Sean Payton, I know he's re-signed, but do you think he's on any kind of a hot seat there in, uh, in the same... They've been going like 7-9 the last you know, three, four years. So um, I'm curious. I know he's got the Super Bowl ring. Yeah. He's, I will. he's with the, with the owners, but uh, he, 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 again... Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's the, the same type of pressure right now in New Orleans. He is kind of beloved to that city. Um, I do feel like if he's making uh, all of the decisions as far as the roster is concerned, uh, as far as like player personnel, and like basically what I'm asking is why has it taken so long to rebuild this team around Drew Brees? You know what I mean? It can't be that hard. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what I mean? As far as free agency signings, and I didn't really like the fact that they traded away Brandon Cooks, but they at least got a first round pick for him. They drafted an offensive lineman with that pick, uh, so I think that's good. You know what I mean? They drafted a corner, which was a huge need. They improved the offensive line that way, Drew Brees has a little bit more time to throw. Uh, but basically, years prior to that, you know what I mean? What What's taking so long to get this team back on track is what I want to know because Drew Brees, he constantly yeah. is throwing for 5,000 yards every single year. So if you got a QB yeah, throw for 5,000 yards and can't make the playoffs, man, that means the rest of your team is garbage. Yeah, I think they were resting on their laurels after winning that Super Bowl. And like I said, now all of a sudden they're getting, let's get, let's get serious again. But give me a break. He, he, I don't, he's not going to get fired, but I have a couple of names of who who's going to be the first head coach to get fired, if anybody, do you think? I, I, I'm going to give you uh, Chuck Pagano for the Colts. Do you think, uh, I think I think it's going to be possibly Michael. I think uh, uh, Todd Bowles for the Jets is up there. Todd Bowles for the Jets is definitely up there. Um, who else would I say is on the hot seat? Um, Ron Rivera possibly from the Panthers. Yeah, Ron Rivera from the Panthers definitely. Uh, whoever the head coach is in Jacksonville. Uh, He's under. Uh, he's, he's, he's a. He's a new hire. Um, yeah, I would say Todd yeah, Bowles has got to be the hottest seat right now. Okay, definitely yeah, because the Jets are tanking. Okay. Again, I'm not asking for anybody's job. We all need that uh, that check coming in, but uh, it's interesting because that coaching carousel in the NFL is a revolving door, um, and. You know, somebody, somebody eventually will get fired. Absolutely. Somebody's going to get fired this season. Again, I'm going with Todd Bowles. Easy. Easy. Easy pick for me. Or, or uh, yeah, yeah, Todd Bowles, definitely. Todd Bowles. <laughs> All right, last game of week one is going to be the Chargers going into Mile High. No, oh, yeah, the Los Angeles Chargers now. Uh, the, yeah. Yes, and yeah, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to Mile High Stadium and playing against the Broncos. It's a it's going to be a ten twenty game on the East Coast, which is only about eight o'clock there, so it's not really a big deal. Uh, the Broncos are favored by three and a half points. Uh, Dunkel has them as an eleven and a half favorite, and uh, he's going to take the Broncos. And I'm also going to take the Broncos uh, money line. I'm not sure what the Chiefs really have as far as. 
The entire roster is concerned. They are very much improving. They got Phillip Rivers, Melvin Gordon on offense. Uh, they just got Keenan Allen back, who's always injured, it seems like. And they got Mike Williams on the other side now. They reinvested in the offensive line. The defense, mm-hmm. you got Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, uh, Casey Hayward at corner. You actually have a lot of talent for the, for the Chargers. I may have to switch this pick. But uh, the Broncos... Opening up week one at Mile High on Monday Night Football, I think it's a it's an electric atmosphere, and I just feel like uh, the Broncos defense will still shine bright, and uh, Von Miller is going to get after these guys. I'm a big Philip Rivers fan. Uh, I think he throws the ball around similar to Drew Brees, where if he has proper protection and weapons, you know, he can make it happen. I'm leaning with the Chargers. For this one, uh, I think they're underrated. They lost a lot of close games last year. And it might be very similar this year. Because it's the same old story with the, with the Chargers. Yeah. You know, they might go 9 and 7, then they'll drop down to 4 and 12 or 5 and 11, whatever. They, they, they just were on the cusp. They, they lose games, you know, uh, 25 to 22, uh, 33 to 30. They yeah. have to push themselves uh, either uh, with, with Gordon. To be a little bit more balanced and to keep the defenses off. This, this, this is what it comes down to. If your offense can stay on the field, it makes your defense a lot better. I have a big fan uh, going forward with uh, Joe, uh, Joey Bosa. This guy held out all season and came back. Like, he's going to be all uh, first team, uh, all NFL within either this year or the, or the following year. He's a stud. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. Because I'm a Phillips Rivers fan. That, 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 again, from a betting standpoint, you shouldn't let fandom come into um, into your uh, analysis. You should be objective. But I'm a big River fan. He's better than the Denver uh, starting quarterback. I think that guy, what's this guy's name? Trevor Sidman. He sucks. <laughs> come on, really? I'm going with the good quarterback, even though they were on the road. Give me Phillips Rivers and the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, all right. All right, well, that wraps up week one uh, for the 2017-2018 season, rather, 2017-2018 season. There there you have it, guys. It's week one of the Against the Spread podcast, man. Make sure you guys tune in to week two. You know what I mean? We're going to have uh, an array of more picks for you guys for week two, a lot of great matchups. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to be tuning out, man. Sport, uh, stat guy. Yeah, Let them know. Remember, that stats are for, remember, stats are for losers, okay? So I got you. Uh, and I want to give one shout-out to Victor Cruz. He had signed up with the Chicago Bears, but he got cut. So I think he's looking for somebody, a uh, landing spot for the New Jersey uh, native, Victor Cruz, Mr. South himself. Shout-out to Victor Cruz one time. Salsa on him one time. We're signing out, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in okay. to the Ginter Spread Podcast, man. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Under the War Report radio series, man. We'll be back for week two. Peace. Excellent. Peace.